0: Hi guys, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Anime Podcasters. Today, we have our amazing co-host, Hotshot Ginger Caution Ginger, Hotshot Danger Ginger. Ginger, how's it going? I'm fine. Oh, it's awesome. I'm I'm so happy to hear that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, we're coming at you with the OG crew. Just me and Jayden, no guests, no... Other third person is just me and Jaden again.
0: Yes, yes, Jaden and Hotshot are back, and uh, today the topic is Naruto. But we're doing it a bit differently here. We're talking strictly about the first season of Naruto when he was still getting, uh all the way. Well, from not
1: first season, first series. First
0: series, yeah, I guess. Uh, from the first episode all the way through the Sasuke retrieval arc, and this this is going to what we're doing. We're going to be reviewing it arc by arc by arc. But we're going to be doing this in a bubble. Meaning, in our mind right now, we we don't know what Shippuden is. We don't know what Boruto is. These things have never happened. We're really taking it like it just happened yesterday. Naruto, the first series concluded, and we don't have Shippuden yet. So, we're basically back in the early 2000s. Like, watch this. If Woo! I-
1: I'm a kid again. No responsibilities. No bills. I can't drive and I can't drink. If I ask
0: Hotshot about Shippuden, look at what happens. Hey, have you ever heard about Shippuden before, Hotshot? the fuck is that? What about Boruto? Who? Okay, exactly. You see? So we're doing it in a bubble. I mean, I cannot be more clear with this example. Um, so let's get into it. The very first arc we're going to be talking about here is basically the, the prologue, the beginning, and the whole Land of Waves. So we see Naruto, still a Ninja Academy student, and... Basically, he steals a the scroll. Uh, there's a lot of uh, learning he goes through in the first episode. Um, and he masters uh, A-level ninjutsu in the very first episode and kicks uh, Mitsuki down to the ground. I think that's the name. Uh, whatever. I think I'm watching too much.
1: Oh, I don't even know. I think it's Mizuki. Mizuki. I'm not sure. Yeah, Mizuki.
0: Mizuki. All you. I
1: know is that he has a bandana-style he- headband, a giant shuriken, and he's a bit of a prick. <laughs>
0: How... How much of a prick is he in this episode and this first uh, arc? I mean, he paints the Hokage walls like a, a lot of a prick.
1: Yeah, he's I mean, he convinces Naruto to steal something from the Hokage's office and use it and only to basically get his hands on the fox. So, yeah, he's a
0: bit of a prick. Right, and but it, it, I feel like this arc moves pretty quickly. It's it's rather short as well, because the the land of wave arc where Zabuza and Haku show up is uh, a couple of episodes, and it's over. And uh, we see him go through a lot of growth. Like I think he goes through the most growth in in this first initial arc where he becomes a genin. He gets placed in the squad Team Seven with Sakura and Sasuke, and um. I really enjoyed this where uh, Sasuke is the best student and to balance it out, they had to put the worst student so they, feel they throw Naruto in there. What do you think about the formation of Team 7?
1: My, I mean, it seems kind of well-balanced, but especially in where we are, so the other stone exists. So in the series, Sakura is kind of useless <laughs> for a very long time. Um, Sasuke is a bit overpowered, but is easily, like, I need to get better, I need to get stronger, blah blah blah. And then Naruto says, I'm already the best! So it's kind of a mix of three completely different personalities, along with a cool-headed master who has never accepted a team before. And then he accepts these three because of... You remember the actual reason? I do not, please. So they failed their, um, their training test on getting the bells, but then when... Naruto was tied to the post. Oh, they gave him the lunch, I remember this. They gave him the lunch and showed a, a smidge of teamwork and Kakashi took him in.
0: The the bell test was really a great, great test. And I remember now that you mentioned it, the, flat, the the scene with Iruka in the third, in the third talking here saying, oh, uh, why did he assign him to Kakashi? He's never a uh, success. Like, he, all of the people who've done his test have just failed. And what happens if you fail that test and you just graduate? Do you just go back to the academy or do you not ever become a ninja? I don't understand what...
1: You go back to the academy and basically st- uh, try again from square one. That's harsh. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts on about this? Basically, your entire... I want to say it's like a year or so to... um, A year or so to complete the Ninja Academy. But I could be wrong. It could be like two or three years. But you fail the test for to get a sensei. You go back, repeat the entire school, and then have a chance of getting a master again, I think.
0: Right, 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 right. What did you think about the bell test? The test itself, where there's only two bells, the Jonin... And then the the squad needs to basically work in as a team. But uh, the 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 thing that this bell test presents is basically individuality because there's only two people and there's three. There's only two bells and three people who can pass. Right? Well,
1: yeah, but they do that because it's like who's willing to sacrifice getting a bell for their team to win. So it shows another sign of teamwork. It does show like, a sign sa- of sacrifice. Teamwork, yeah. Sacrificing your something for yourself for the betterment of your team. I also
0: enjoyed throughout that uh, the whole test where he shows the example of Taijutsu against uh, um, Naruto, and then the example of Genjutsu against Sakura, and then the example of Ninjutsu against Sasuke. It's a really good introduction here where, as we as we learn with the art of the ninja. I really enjoyed that aspect of the bell exam.
1: Because he uses like each different type against them to give it its own little introduction right. of sorts. Right, right, right. Like, I mean, we've seen Ninjutsu before because we saw Naruto use the Shadow Clones and everything. We've barely seen Taijutsu. And Genjutsu, I don't think, has even been touched on before that happened. Like, Ninjutsu is the only one that we actually knew uh, going in because we saw the Shadow Clones exactly. and we know. yeah. And the tests and everything like that. But then Kakashi gets here and actually explains what all three are. Yeah, I completely agree with you.
0: And, and going over here, uh, that after they succeed, they obviously have that mission where they have to uh, escort the Tasna, the bridge builder. And what we thought is a D rank mission becomes a B rank because of the uh, myth br- the the myth no myth brothers who uh, attack uh, the squad on their way there and then we we get introduced to the v- first villain uh, Zabuza and Haku uh, the land of waves arc was really great in my opinion what were your thoughts on the land of waves
1: I love the land of waves and I love Zabuza I love Haku especially because. It's the it's the first time we've actually seen like a big time, I guess, reoccurring villain for an entire arc. And those two work so well together. I mean, honestly, I don't like Tazna. I don't really care for the kid. The mom, I mean, she's not really on screen long enough to really get a grasp on. Yeah. And I mean, I get the entire village is suffering because of big. I actually don't even remember his name. Gato, I think.
0: Oh, Gato. I Gato. Uh, we'll, we'll, yo, the 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 gangster guy, basically. Yeah, I'm I just calling so. him mob boss. Mob
1: boss. Mob boss. <laughs> so be- everyone's suffering because of mob boss, and um, he's paying Zobza and everything to stop the bridge from being built. Him, I mean, him, I kind of like because I mean, it's just like who's controlling the the villains behind all this, and then he has his two personal bodyguards in Zabuza and Haku. But honestly, the only characters that are introduced in that arc that I really love are Haku and Zabusa, And then that's because of A, how well they work together. And B, because the fight scenes with them are awesome.
0: The fights are awesome, but I also feel like when Haku uh, basically sacrifices himself uh, and gets the lightning blade through uh, through the chest for... Um, from Kakashi, they basically what that introduces is two things, in my opinion: the fact that it's the reality of the ninja world where people will die. Naruto, Sakura, Sasuke, like people will die. This is uh, uh, the 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 field that you're going into is one where death occurs, and also basically Haku was a bit of a tool for Zabuza to use. Yeah, they had a bond and everything, but I felt like basically. So Haku was basically ready to sacrifice himself for Zabuza no matter what, and it was a bit of a weird relationship they had, but it it was one where they cared, and once once Haku dies, Zabuza is really put into a hard place. There's a lot to it.
1: Yeah. And it's kind of, uh... I mean, you're right when you say that there's a lot to it, and a lot to that arc um, especially. Um... Yeah, there is death involved in every single mission. Like whether it's a D rank or S rank, there is a chance that you will die. It's just kind of like, okay, is there like a minimal chance or a very high chance? Right, right. I mean, the the occupa- occupation, yeah, the occupation of a ninja is. An extreme bad decision on like health standards because you probably will die on one of these missions in your career. But it also, with so you remember how Zabza graduates, right? Yeah, yeah, how he kills everyone in his graduating class and he's the only sole survivor, and I that's how Miss does it. Yeah, so it's, I mean, they get it from very early on that like only one survives you are a tool, and you are only used to kill. Like I mean, that's... V- like, assassination yeah. kind of ninja type.
0: I mean, okay, I want to say two things. Uh, uh, okay. go- going into what you just said with the whole... Death and how the death how they do their training exams in the mist. I mean, there's also death in the forest of death. They literally have a face called the force of death. I think back to when Shino, uh, Kiba, and Hinata had those leeches, uh, basically sneak up on that team in the very fr- at the very beginning of the force of death, and they basically kill uh, the the teammates right away because those leeches what they do with they inf- they install themselves on the back of your neck and suck out the blood until you die. So obviously, very ready to. To death is a thing you must be ready for in the, uh, in that occupation. I don't want to like repeat that point too much. But how do you feel um, this whole reality that uh, Naruto and Sasuke and Sakura uh, witness, especially when Sasuke sacrifices himself and quote unquote sacrifices himself for Naruto, um, sets them up for the tuning exams? Does that prepare them for the tuning exams? Do you think?
1: I think it does because um, since this mission jumps from a D to a B, they're seeing. More high-powered level, uh, sh- uh, shinobi and what they can do, and it more it comes more than just like okay, you see a punch, take it because they're especially Sasuke. They're watching their enemies' movements. They're learning the ninjutsu. They're making a strategy and what they can do. I mean, hell, even um, when they first come across Obza and he has Kakashi in the water prison, Naruto even shows strategy because he. Throws himself in the shadow uh, shuriken jutsu in the shadow shuriken, yeah, and then gets Kakashi free by tricking Zabza and actually hits Zabza. So, yeah, basically, I mean, there there's a whole lot of strategy. There's a whole lot of like analyzing everything that they're actually learning and going with their guts and everything. So, yeah, I really do feel like that it trains them for uh for the tuning exams because if it was just an escort mission where they might have a chance of getting jumped then they wouldn't have really learned anything except for the chakra control, and they wouldn't have learned anything about, like, an actual battle-type situation because none of them have really been in a fight until then.
0: Fair enough. Um, Also, the introduction of the Sharingan from Kakashi is really cool. (laughs) just throwing it out there (laughs) I love that I love that when he uses the the, sharon yon and starts copying Zabuza's jutsu and everything um but I think we should move on to the uh, tuning exams here um basically Kakashi signs up Team 7 for the tuning exams and feels that they're ready um and I mean, I think he's correct. And uh, the way this tuning exam is, is built is the different stages of it where you have uh, a written portion, of the force of death, preliminaries, and then the actual like tournament style uh, chu- tuning battle. Um, what was your overall thoughts on this arc, the tuning exams?
1: So when I was a kid watching Naruto, um, the tuning exam, an episode in the tuning exam was actually my first episode. And um, me too. As a whole, really? No. Uh,
0: Agaro versus Lee was my first episode ever.
1: Oh, mine was uh, Naruto, Sasuke, and Sakura fight the uh, the Mist Ninja. Yeah, it's like, with the, Kabuto. The ones with the gas No, not not Kabuto. I said Mist Ninja.
0: Okay, okay, okay. Well, in the Force the of the ones death, they- with
1: like the ones with like the gas mask in the Force of Death. Yeah,
0: Kabuto was there.
1: Kabuto was there. Yeah, but I'm talking about like the oh, the first time ever. Yeah. Okay, where
0: they were by himself.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah yeah oh. Okay, yeah. I want to say something and- about that, but finish. Okay, go.
0: Sasuke was such a badass! <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sasuke was
0: so ready. Sasuke was everything. I was like, Sakura, uh, look around, you don't know, blah, blah, blah. He notices the transformation right away. He is alert. He uses his chakra to get that uh, um kunai on his foot and just throws it right back at the guy and damages him. And it was great. And this is where he gets the curse mark right after against Orochimaru. Like... Oh, he was just such a badass.
1: And then Sakura defends him and actually defends him until yeah. she gets hurt and then Sasuke goes batshit insane. So Oh my god.
0: Yeah. Also like the like we really see Naruto's QB come out a bit more. Here, uh, when he was fighting against uh, uh, Orochimaru, he's like, uh, "Try me," you know, and everything. And Naruto just starts build- c- coming into his own way more. Where they had that whole uh, secret code thing, where it-, it was like, try to guess um, the, uh, the, the, the 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 you have to like recite the this exact te- text to note that we're you're you're the real one. And then uh, Naruto's transformation, which was Orochimaru, recites the text, and it's actually Orochimaru. And Sasuke notices it right away. What a badass!
1: anyway i think we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves because we jumped right into the force of death there's also another part before that which is the written exam yeah ibiki what another badass (laughs) ibiki is another badass Anko who comes in later is another badass but i mean there's a lot of it there's a lot of badass but i'm talking um this the exam in general where we cannot or basically they say no cheating Answer this, and if we see you cheating, then you're immediately disqualified, and that goes for your entire squad. Yeah. But the meeting, the meaning in that, do not let us catch you cheating. They want everyone to secretly gather information for like recon for training, because I mean that's what a ninja is, right? Going in stealthily and getting information. So that's what exactly what they're supposed to do here: finding out who has the answers and writing down the answers. And it's just 10 questions. The only question problem is you can't get caught. You get caught, you, your entire squad is done for the year. Basically, and
0: uh, a couple of notes on that. I really liked uh, Sasuke's uh, Sharingan use there, where he starts writing down exactly what uh, the other guy is writing down, so to get the answers. The one,
1: the one time we see him smile. <laughs> <laughs> I or, just want to say that,
0: or when uh, Neji uses the Byakugan, or Gara's Eye, or um. Kankuro sneaking in and extra your puppet among the Jonin to get the answers when he goes to the bathroom. Uh, Eno's mind transfer. They really do everything here.
1: Yeah, and then you have some you have some people like Shikamaru who probably honestly just already knows the answers. Or and too, yeah. And then Sakura. And then you have Naruto who doesn't answer a single fucking question the entire time. I love it. gets I passed. Love
0: that. <laughs> when he raises his hand and just like, no, don't give up Naruto. Oh, wait, Naruto.
1: no, no. I missed one thing. What? Hinata offers her answer sheet to Naruto. And then he gets caught for almost
0: peeking. And then the guy writes down something. So it's. uh, Anyways. And like how they (laughs) throw the. Oh, with so many great things. And then he's like, she's
1: trying to get me caught. And then Hinata just wants to help. And it's just. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of. That scene is a little hard to watch just because I'm trying to help. You're fucking me up. And it's just like.
0: (laughs) I also enjoyed how they put. uh, chunies and Jonies in the- within the actual uh people who are re- writing the test just so
1: oh so like answers. like they're not all students and everything so they don't even know that they're being watched by other people.
0: No, but uh, specifically to give them the opportunity to cheat on those people.
1: Oh, gotcha. Right. Well, I mean that, and yeah. So they have like another secret eye watching over them.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: So then, so then after the entire. Actually, we missed a huge, uh, huge, huge step in this. Which so is? we ha we've had a couple like inputs on some of the other characters so far in the in the entire show, but the tuning exam, especially in the written area where everyone goes to take the test, that's the first time where we actually meet all of the Leaf Ninja Twelve. Like, where we actually go into and meet their characters. I mean, like yeah, we've seen, you have the Rookie seen, Nine,
0: and then you have a Lee, a Neji,
1: and, Hina, and, a, and a Tenten. Yeah, I mean, we've seen a little bit of them. Like, we've seen a little bit of Shikamaru, seen a little bit of Ino, some of Choji, but not really anything to say, hey, these are actually reoccurring characters. And then you meet all of them here, and they're talking just classmates, and then you meet Kiba, Shino, Hinata, Shikamaru, Ino, Choji, Naruto... Or Naruto. Eh, ah, we already met him. Lee, <laughs> Neji, Tenten. Ten. <laughs> you just meet everybody and actually get a little bit of a taste of all the characters. And then you have Kabuto introduced and showing his uh, ninja, ninja info, info, info Card. cards.
0: Yeah, ninja info cards. And, and, and Gaara... Yeah, then you have the
1: Sand yeah, San 3 as well. So it's just kind of... This is the first arc where all of them are actually together where you see these are who we want you to focus on.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, definitely. Um, I re- I think like moving on now, I think we've covered it well enough. Um, into the, the for- written exam. Yeah, or, ooh, yeah.
1: Let's go ahead. Do we want to do the forest or do we want to get right to the fight?
0: Uh, I ju- really quickly on the forest. I I just wanted to add. Um, I did enjoy, uh, specifically the entire survival aspect of it, and how this one was the coolest example f- in my opinion. Like a battle is a battle. We have battles all the time. This one is like you have. Uh, five days to get another scroll, and if you open the scroll, you can't be trusted. And uh, I just wanted to highlight Gara completes the test in a couple of hours or whatever, and is not even damaged at all, and it's like faster than some Joni do it. I think it was ninety minutes. He completed it in ninety minutes, if I'm not mistaken. An hour and now we're in a half. For yeah, Gaara's actually, theme, I think...
1: yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, true. Uh, truth told, I'm really, really sketchy on. The on the beginning of the tuning exams. Like, when the preliminaries start, that's where I know everything. But up until that point, I'm a little bit sketchy, so I kind of have to take what you're saying at its word.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure I could be wrong, but he, he finishes it very quickly, and he finishes it faster than other Jonin do. Um, And then we move on to the uh, preliminary rounds, and, uh, I mean, what was your favorite fight here? My favorite fight in the
1: preliminaries? Yes. Uh, it's hard, but I'm going to have to say Gara.
0: I mean, that's such a... That's such a like everyone answer. I really enjoyed uh Kin versus Shikamaru. Wait, who versus who?
1: Kin versus Shikamaru. I mean, Shikamaru is one of your favorite characters in general, isn't he? Right, right, right. But like the way he outsmarts Kin with the shadow possession jutsu, and he uh, oh, with the the shadow over, with the shadow under the line, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, and then she bends over and hits hits her head. Bonk.
1: That was was probably, like, it wasn't the most bitch way to go out, but it was just, like, his win was probably the funniest. You gotta admit that.
0: I think Dosa's win against Choji was the funniest. Do
1: you remember this? Oh, God. Human (laughs) boulder! Bang, 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 bang! Sound blast.
0: Uh!
1: (laughs) Yeah, the entire body just ripples with water. It's just like... "Mm." I mean, I wanted Choji to win so badly, but at the same time, it's just like, I mean, if anything, that just shows me that Naruto as a series, sometimes the main characters will lose and the side characters will walk away with the win. That's what that showed me.
0: Yeah, and strictly Naruto, because we don't know anything other than just Naruto, the first series.
1: Nothing else exists. Nothing else exists. Uh, Dragon Ball doesn't exist, Bleach doesn't exist, Death Note, thank God, doesn't exist. It's just Naruto. That's the only anime we have ever.
0: Anime podcasters doesn't exist?
1: Okay. Anime podcasters is strictly Naruto podcasters. Yes. We are Uh, now the Konoha Podcast. (laughs) Hi, guys, and welcome to Konoha Podcast. I'm your host...
0: Not hot shot from anime podcasters. <laughs> no. So uh, after that, uh, preliminary round-wise, I mean, the only reason why they had to o- uh, obviously do it was because there was there 20 was so people.
1: M- yeah, there were so many, so they needed some way to eliminate them, and it was a way to test their strength and see what they can do. And especially it in the match, if you show too many of your tricks in the preliminaries and you know, walk away with a win everyone else was watching this match your future opponent was watching this match mm-hmm. so they could think of a way to counter that move so you had to come up with a new strategy or new moves even in the time frame that was in between preliminaries and the finals
0: yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely, absolutely Um, and that's where we move on to Naruto's training basically uh, before the actual uh, main event of the tuning exams where he learns how to summon Gababunta where you get introduced to a pervy stage woo and- um, your favorite Sorry. character. One of your favorite characters, obviously. Um yeah, what I was your what was your thoughts on the whole on that whole segment of things?
1: I mean, Naruto does this a lot where it takes breaks in between like big time events where it's just training and showing growth. I really appreciate that in not just this, but in other shows too. So with him actually growing, learning chakra control and Especially, this is where we get introduced kind of to walking on water. Because when they fought against Zabuzza, a water ninja, mind you, they never really walked on water. They were always fighting on land or in, like, in very shallow water.
0: Oh, they learned how to walk on the trees and everything. but absolutely. They learned how to walk
1: on the trees, yeah. But now we're here seeing that they can walk on water. Something that you're supposed to fall down into, they can walk on. No, I, I, absolutely. Especially, and then... You also get introduced to kind of all the mystery of Pervy Sage. Like, yeah, he's a pervert. He's uh, writing the books and everything else. But especially when they're training, when Naruto is trying to channel his chakra into his feet, Nor- Pervy Sage sees the the Tetragram seal. He sees Ninetale's seal. Yeah. He knows it's the fourth Hokage's, and he knows that the five-gram seal was put on by Orochimaru. So he knows who Orochimaru is, and he knows who the fourth Hokage is. How? Why? Who is this guy? It's just kind of... Like, he has this facade of, like, the perv and everything else. Like, that's all he is. But very clearly, when he's training Naruto and thinking to himself, there's more to him. And that's one of the reasons why I love Pervy Sage so much. Absolutely. Pervy Sage
0: was great. Um, I also like a bit of a Kabuto sneaking around where he goes to inspect on Sasuke in the hospital and Kakashi tries to get on him and then he's, uh, disguised as an Abu or also when he kills that, um, uh, Leaf, um, the, Joni.
1: Hayate, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that that was a whole thing. Uh Baki, we we is there too. Uh, the sensei for Gara, Konkuro, and Tamaru, and we start seeing that there's some sort of alliance here between the Sound and the Sand, and we start there's rumblings here. I also think we should highlight, obviously, the curse mark that Sasuke receives back
1: there, um, in the forest. Uh, that obviously is going to play a big part coming up here in the tuning exams. Yeah, um, that's something to also highlight in the preliminary fights that we forgot to mention after Sasuke's fight. Kakashi went back and sealed the curse mark. And, if you remember, Anko was watching the curse mark and knew what it was, too. So, there's a lot of characters that know more than they're letting on.
0: Right, because, I mean, we, we do find this out in the Forest of Death that Anko also has that curse mark.
1: Right. So, and, I mean... Yeah. So, I mean, like, she sees the curse mark, doesn't say anything, but then she sees it recede. And still, like, we don't even ever get a scene between, like, Anko and uh sasuke like hey i know what this is and then like talking about the curse mark like what it is and what it does and stuff like that if that happened i feel like the um the series would have gone a little bit differently because we never actually see anko fight either unfortunately but we know she has the curse mark that she's lived with the curse mark and she's relatively in control of it.
0: A 100%. Another thing that's very important uh, to note here that I actually wanted to mention about Anko. I don't know if it's important, but you know how she meets up with in the Force of Death? Yeah. And she attempts that suicide technique? Yeah. How do you learn a suicide technique? Because you need Without. to practice it,
1: right? Yeah, you need to practice a technique in order to actually perfect it. But if you practice a suicide technique you're going to die. So how here, here's what I, um, here's what I project to you. Maybe she did practice the suicide technique, but she can't perfect it because if you perfect it, you will die. But if you do an imperfection of it, then you walk away gravely injured or somehow neglect, neglected, somehow negated or anything on the brink of death, on the brink of death. Like you still live, but you're practically dead ridiculous and then when you use it at full power like at its full potential that's when you die
0: what were your thoughts on uh Gaara going into the hospital where Rock Lee was and attempting to almost kill him again and then Naruto and Shikamaru stop him
1: I love it <laughs> It's like what's your <laughs> like, deal with this guy like I mean Gara. when Gara was introduced just in general he did his job very well he creeped everybody out in the show and out of show just send shivers up our spines just this guy is freaky he's creepy we love him <laughs> and when he goes to the hospital to try and kill lee and then sasuke, sasuke shikamaru and naruto stop him i always loved the shadow possession technique so with that being the way to stop him yes but then when Naruto punches Gara and it hits Shikamaru, we never see something like that again. Like if his shadow is connected to uh to Gara and he feels the hit. We never see something like that because in Kin's uh preliminary round against him, Kin hit her head with the shadow attached and he didn't feel the hit.
0: He released right before that's what I think what happened.
1: I think he was still holding it, wasn't he?
0: well if she's if he's falling back and then she just releases it she's your your the position you're in is falling back, so your gravity will do its course, and you'll just fall back
1: oh, okay, fair enough that's what I thought of that I'm actually gonna have to watch that part again because you you're probably right, but I need yeah. to see if that actually was is factual what actual yeah okay.
0: Yeah, but I—I th- I, I, honestly, that's what I think uh, uh happened. Um, let's let's get into some of these fights in the tuning exam. Naruto versus yeah. Neji. Oh my God, this fight was everything. I mean, the the I love the way it started out where Kiba's there, like, oh, with Naruto, like, okay, let's how this goes. I'm sure Naruto's gonna do something good, right? And then he just summons, he just clones, uh, pops up four clones and starts running towards Neji, and he's like, a fragile attack's never gonna work, idiot. Classic Naruto right there. Just going
1: for it. Just going for it. Just all guns blazing. And we get introduced to one of my favorite Naruto moves of all time, which is the Hyuga 64 palm. Oh, my God. Yes. I love this move. uh, Yeah, go ahead. It completely, like, if you're a battery and you're hit with this, all your power is gone. You have no power. You have nothing to work with and it's just it's not disappeared but it's blocked so you can't access it it keeps you alive because you still have chakra in you but it steals it so you can't use it for any of your big stuff Definitely. I love ceiling moves like this.
0: I, I did enjoy it too. What I also enjoyed it is when he was, he puts himself in the position to do it and every Hugo in the audience is like, there is no way he's the lower branch. How does he know this technique? And then he's like, screw you, uh, I'm gonna, I'm just as good as the main branch and just fires everything at Naruto. But obviously, Naruto has this nine, nine tail chakra. So it was kind of counteractive to do this because you're forcing him to use his stronger chakra.
1: Yeah, but I mean, If you remember, only the Jonin and Up, like, only people who were kids at the time of Naruto's thing, or Naruto's birth, only they know that he has the Ninetales, and they kept it secret from everybody. And... None no one in Naruto's class knows that he has Ninetales Chakra or that very he good can point. even access it. Very good it. point. Yeah, yeah.
0: No, that very fair point. Um I also loved after that, um uh, the rotation technique against Naruto just going crazy
1: with the uh Ninetales Chakra and then he pops out of the ground at the end. Boom! Oh, that was great Just the like hard right uppercut to Neji and then knocking him down. That was everything. That was an awesome finishing blow. <laughs>
0: Awesome finishing blow.
1: And then um, when, you, when you realize that when Naruto is knocked back from the rotation, he had to dig through the ground and get under Neji in order to get that punch in.
0: Yeah, and that's the same exact tunnel that Shikamaru uses to trap uh, Tamari in that uh, second battle, which I love
1: that. Which, I mean, that just goes to show you that um, Shikamaru's strategy, he's watching all these fights so that he knows where that is, he knows what it is, and he uses it again his strategist moves are completely off the grid it's just are off the charts not off the grid sorry it's just completely this guy can plan for pretty much anything i just i really love that and i I
0: also like love the 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 commentary of choji and Eno. you know going oh my god he's gonna win and choji's like he's gonna give up got two more minutes he's out this is way too much effort
1: for him (laughs) and then he's like i give up and right. everybody hates him for it. Like, what the hell?
0: Yes, yes, I know. And, and two well, things on this. Well, two I mean, things on this.
1: Okay, yeah. go.
0: Okay, first of all, the only person to become a tuning is the is one the who, one gives, who up. gives
1: up. Yeah. What
0: the hell? Secondly, I love the strategy he had where he just wanted to push back, push back, push back Tamari. You know, gaining time with the sun setting and getting time uh, with that... Uh, uh, the, his claws on the kunai, uh, prolonging his the distance of his shadow. The only reason was to get it all the way to the tunnel. That was smart, smart battle play right there.
1: Again, his shik- his strategy guide is way off, way off charts. Like he sees what it is, and he knows what he needs to make it work, and he makes it work.
0: He was five steps ahead, bro.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, like, 15, honestly, if you think about it. Everything. And then we move on. Yeah, go ahead. um, Just one more thing about Shikamaru. Yes. When he gets the Shadow Possession, so he has Tamari locked down. She can't do anything. She's helpless to do whatever he does, and he gives up because he's already won the match. He sees he has a victory. He doesn't see any point in continuing on.
0: He was out of Chakra. He's like, oh,
1: I, I mean, I know he says I'm out of chakra, but in all honest truth, I honestly think it's just, hey, I won. Why do I have to win again? Nah. I'm out. <laughs> nah, nah, nah.
0: He was out of chakra. He's like, I had uh, all these other moves planned ahead of this to win, which I really would have liked to see what he would have done. But no, no, no. He was out. Okay. He was out. Well, I mean, agree, we-
1: agree to disagree.
0: Yeah, fair enough, but uh, like I just we've seen it uh, throughout uh, the series uh, in the where uh, he runs out of chakra.
1: Yeah, he does run yeah. out of
0: chakra uh, often, um, but that's just you know when he was uh, against those Jonin and uh, and he captures them, he runs out of chakra very quickly. As- Asuma saves him. Basically, I think he was telling the truth there. But moving on, Sasuke versus Gara, the introduction to the Sasuke Shidori. What were your thoughts?
1: I love black suit Sasuke. I'm not going to lie. That's actually I know, probably right? my favorite suit. Same, same. And um, I mean, okay, so we know that Gara has an impenetrable defense or at least a really high defense. So Sasuke has two things on him now. One, the training that he did with Kakashi not only taught him the Chidori, but brought his speed almost to that of Lee. So, I mean, his defense wasn't... So I mean Lee when if you guys remember when Lee was fighting Gara, the defense around him was breaking because of the fight because it couldn't keep up with how fast Lee was. So if Sasuke was almost as fast yeah it's gonna the impenetrable defense is gonna get penetrated. So I love that added to it and I love the Chidori but okay so this doesn't come in till later but you remember when Gara actually encloses himself in a hard sand to get away from the Chidori. Yeah. And then Sasuke is actually going through said shell with a Chidori. A thousand birds. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, God damn. <laughs>
0: it's like, uh, it's just, it was everything. It was everything. And then, um, I, I mean, that kind of concludes the Chunin exams, because basically, boom, big because, explosion. Because, yeah, immediately, in, like
1: halfway in that fight, the destruction of the leaf starts. Oh my god. The destruction of the leaf was one of the hardest pills to swallow. <laughs> and there are several reasons for that. Uh,
0: reason 1. Okay, you we go one reason at a time. You go first.
1: Uh reason 1, Third Hokage dies.
0: Oh my god. I mean, we, we went over this in the last podcast, but the the Third Hokage's death and o- Orochimaru's battle and y- you know what? Y- you know what? Mm. The Anbu Black Ops, whatever you want to call them, the Ambu, whatever the name is, are stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Agreed. Do you know why they're no, no, no? You think they're stupid because they didn't get
1: in there uh, 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 ahead of time, right? No, they're stupid because they didn't spot Kabuto being an imposter.
0: Right? Okay. Well, that also. But they're stupid because okay, they do that stupid um, that that uh, that square jutsu thing where it it seals them on on the building, right? Right. We, we agreed that there's the walls and then there's the roof, right? Yeah. The floor is all tiles, right?
1: Yeah. Where are you why, going with this?
0: Why don't the abu go through the freaking roof?
1: I got nothing. <laughs> <But> seriously. <laughs> I can't defend them. Th- 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 what?
0: Do you see what I mean?
1: Yeah, I see what you mean. That's why I can't defend them against you on this. <laughs>
0: I I, I that's ridiculous. Like, you're an ombu. Like you you you're, you're the, the, the the you protect the Hokage and, and you can't go through a roof? A roof?
1: I'm calling it a plot device. <laughs> that's the only <sighs> thing we can call it.
0: I mean, their usefulness level is approaching Sakura level very quickly here.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, because the only Anbu that we see that are even worth their while are Kakashi, and actually, no, since, yeah, no, just Kakashi. Kakashi, that's it. Leave it at that. And he's not even an Anbu anymore. He retired from Anbu to be a teacher now, so Anbu, you're useless. Basically. But, um what I was gonna say is after this so the whole battle uh was really great,
0: where he uh brings back the um the two hokages to life and he sacrifices uh kinzo yeah, the two for it.
1: Yeah, yeah, the first two. He brings uh Lord First and Lord Second back.
0: Oh my god. If he had brought back the fourth that would have been it. Like he would have
1: just Yeah, but that would there. have that would have already ignited something that happens later. That doesn't even happen because this is only that the only thing that exists.
0: Bubble. Um <laughs> but uh then uh going back here, um I want to talk about this whole Sasuke goes off to Gara right away. You know, goes after conqueror. Hey, we're not done
1: yet. I want to finish my tuning exam match and become tuning because that's how I can get strong to kill my brother. So get the fuck back here.
0: So, and then what happens here is Sakura is, uh, releases, Shikamaru releases, Naruto goes, they summon, summon Pakun, and let's go, right? But right. then, we also have Shino going in, uh, for battle as well. And this whole setup here where they're getting tracked by those Jonin, and then Shikamaru stops them ahead of time, and then, um, Asuma kicks their butt. Like, just get me through the chain of events. What, what did you enjoy here?
1: Throughout the entire, um, throughout the entire chase. chase yeah, and stuff. It's,
0: this is like some meaty sort of Sasuke retrieval arc. Honestly.
1: Honestly, yeah, it's kind of leaning uh, leaning up to it. I love the fact that we have a side, uh, more of a side character fighting off against uh, one of the, one of the other ones. So we have Shino fighting up against uh Konkoro. Um, because they were matched up, and their match never got to it because the corner
0: attack began.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then um, as the chase continues. Does Tamari stick with Gara, or does she get separated too? I don't remember. Tamari does stick with Gara all the way till. Okay, he, yeah. And then we have Sasuke finally meeting up with the two of them, and Gara tries fighting him off against Sasuke, and the fact that Gara is still managing to push Gara or Sasuke back, and slowly turning into a monster as it happens. He's like, "This is the true power. You were kicking my ass in the ring, but this is what I can really do." So Sasuke's in bad shape. He's getting almost killed by Gaara at this point. And then the Leaf Ninja's number one knucklehead maverick ninja shows up and completely kicks Gaara's ass. Oh my
0: <laughs> god, the jealousy on Sasuke's
1: face! It's just like ha 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 ha.
0: <laughs> when he summons the toad and transforms it into a fox and just headbutts Gara as hard as he can. Yeah, it was everything. And then um, uh, Shikaku was like, "Oh, I got out. Now I'm going back in." God, he was like, damn it.
1: No, but it, it's the fact that here's here's what it is. We've almost never even seen Gara get hit, except for Lee and Sasuke, and that was only because they were fast. And Naruto manages, when Gar is at his full power, manages to not only hit him, but defeat him, which Sasuke and Lee have not done. So who was thought to be unbeatable is beaten by the completely seen as an underdog ninja. Right? And, I mean, I get that that's for, like, as a studio, like, as far as the studio is concerned, I get that it's that way. So, A the hero wins in the end and shows growth of the main main character but as a story goes it still shows that like okay so I get Naruto's um trained and grown and everything this entire way through but it's still kind of a hard thing to swallow that like he is completely unbeatable and then he's beaten by the title character. Absolutely.
0: Uh, another thing also that I wanted to mention here um, was when Naruto goes through that first sum- summoning and he summons Gamakichi, I think, instead of Gamabunta. And then they start getting destroyed. And then when he summons Gamabunta, Gamabunta's like, nah, man, I'm not helping you in Gamakichi's He's like, that guy hurt me. He's like, that guy's going down. And then he decides <laughs> to help him. That was great like that 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 was great that was i just enjoyed Gamabunda, uh in the air like liquid bullets like and then when liquid bullets hit the sand bullets it, it causes actual rain
1: <laughs> like think
0: about it naruto is getting level and because of Gamabunta, he basically levels in an entire forest
1: yeah and it's i mean again i know it's because of Gamabunta, essentially but at the same time naruto has the chakra capacity to summon the giant toad in the first place <laughs> what the hell <laughs> and then not only summon him but then still have chakra left over to transform them into the fox mm-hmm. oh my god it's just it was okay so wrapping up here on this battle this okay. ultimate battle what did you think like i uh,
0: loved overall?
1: every moment of it <laughs> It, oh was my a, God. it was a yes. big battle, even um, even on foot, where Naruto has like a whole bunch of clones going to Gara, and then when Shikaku comes out, Naruto retaliates with yeah, Kamabunta, then the fox, and then the headbutt, and then the final fall down, where where Gara accepts that his defeat, but Naruto actually sympathizes with him and talks to him about what makes him as strong as he is when Gara. Like, if you remember, Naruto is coming to him, like, his chin on the ground, just, like, scooching closer to him. Garth thinks he's coming to him to kill him. But he's just explaining, you're on the wrong path. I've been where you are. Let me help you. I mean, you really covered that ending very well. Um,
0: two points. I loved Naruto like showing us all these new clone techniques he showed us, like yeah. uh, straight from Naruto's Ninja Handbook. And he has like a thousand fists of clones just punching you everywhere. That was great. But the 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 great. It, oh no, okay. And there are two things actually. Sorry, I'm sorry, but there's so many good things. Uh, a thousand years of death tag bomb style, absolutely
1: <laughs> an amazing attack. That is um, honestly. I I mean I love a thousand years of death in general because it's such a funny move, but at the same time it's very effective. You can't deny that. But the fact that you're shoving a kunai in someone's butt with a paper bomb is next level. I mean, he did that. Did more
0: damage than Shidori.
1: <laughs> it really did, though. I mean, come yeah. on. <laughs> I mean,
0: Sasuke was kind of screwed. He couldn't use Shidori twice, and then he was he couldn't do anything else against Gara. Like attack potency wise, he's way lower than Naruto at this point in the anime. Um, but I think another thing I want to talk about was pakun when he's like, "Hey kid, if you help me, I'll let you touch my paw. It's so soft." <laughs> I know it's completely random, but that was another funny moment.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> or when uh, when Naruto tries to summon Gamabunta first, but then gets Gamakichi and Gamatasu. It's just like I'm not trying to summon you guys. I'm trying for your dad. <laughs> yes.
0: At the end of it all, we, I'm sorry for bringing up this sad note, but we have the third Hokage's death, which brings us to, we need a new Hokage, which sets up the whole search for Tsunade arc. Um, I'll let you start this off with uh, the, the the very beginning here where they start asking people to become Hokage. We see the elders approach Jiraiya to become Hokage. He refuses. Initial thoughts on this arc.
1: Initial thoughts on it when it starts I can see why Jiraiya says no to being Hokage because he very clearly has the potential to be Hokage but no and um I think don't they ask Kakashi too at the, at some point I or, don't believe so Okay so they ask Jiraiya and Jiraiya gets the idea of I know who can be a perfect fit let me go find her and then that sets up the road for Hey, I'm gonna take my uh, my student on the road, and we're gonna go find her, and she's gonna come back and be Hokage. So don't put another Hokage in office until we get back.
0: <laughs> De- definitely, definitely. Um, this this other thing I want to mention. Um, the beginning of this arc also holds. Um, uh, Hitachi and K- Kasami during the Leaf Village to find uh the nine tails that was their mission here
1: that was their, Uh, and we don't even know why we just know that they want the nine tails and i loved itachi especially his fight against kakashi where about mid about in the out hour mark about halfway through they lock each other into a genjutsu fight and i love um so itachi uses tsukuyomi right on kakashi Oh, very much so. Yeah, I love that technique. And then when he reveals that it's going on for 72 hours, and then Kakashi collapsed when less than, like, five seconds have passed in the real world. I know. And then my guy shows up, and that's that's where it all, like, they're like, okay, we can't do this. It's like, nope, okay, the guy's here. We're gone. We're out. The, Bye. <laughs> the, ha-
0: the handsome blue beast of the leaf village could not be defeated by nope, such. Nope, we're out.
1: We can't deal with the flamboyancy, so we're gone. Laters. <laughs> Oh, absolutely great. And then, uh, this is where we find out, uh, it
0: starts spreading a little bit here, uh, Itachi's back, and it ca- Sasuke catches wind of this, and goes after
1: Itachi, and gets absolutely destroyed. Oh yeah, in the hot- in the hospital. In the hotel that Jiraiya and Naruto are staying in, in a town for the time being, um- Brother reunion! Brother reunion, cause Itachi finally catches up with Naruto, tries to take him, uh, to his organization- And then you see uh, Sasuke at the end of the hall completely light up the entire thing with a Chidori, and it does absolutely nothing. (laughs) Oh, it was... uh, And then, like, he just starts getting
0: destroyed, and then he's like, what was this training all for? Like, nothing.
1: It's like, it was for nothing. You can't kill me until you hate me. And then one Genjutsu move from Itachi's Sharingan that we don't even see happen. We just see the Sharingan, and then Sasuke pass out.
0: Oh my god! And I mean, we we get quickly introduced to some black flames. Um, here oh, I don't exactly. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I unfortunately in this battle don't know exactly what this uh, jutsu does. But we just Naruto obviously uh, not being able to. Uh, he's like Jiraiya tells him, "Don't touch that."
1: Uh, I wonder why. It's fire. <laughs> I mean, in general, you wouldn't touch fire anyway. No, I know, but why is it black? You know. I mean, okay, so black flames are actually a real thing, so I could make the argument here, but I won't.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. And uh, moving from this, this is where Naruto starts learning the Rasengan.
1: I uh, love this freaking jutsu. Uh,
0: this this jutsu is really your expertise. I'm gonna let you just take take us through his training and your thoughts on so it. So the Rasengan.
1: So the Rasengan. Naruto sees Jiraiya use this on. I actually don't even know why. I think he's a peddler or something. But he uses it on a guy Naruto demands to know how to use this move. And Jiraiya, with some consideration, finally uh, cracks and and agrees to train Naruto in this move. So the training for it is it's basically just a giant ball of spiraling chakras. So just chakras spiraling in your hand that you hurl into an enemy and they go absolutely flying. So the training consists of... Holding a water balloon and swirling the water in it alone until it explodes. And then it levels up from there to a ball where you have to keep the shape in the chakra without exploding it. And then the final stage of putting everything together. So Naruto goes through the water balloon and it takes him a while because he's also trying to do it with, one, with uh, two hands. Then he goes to the ball which takes him even longer... And in the middle of his training, they ran into they run into who they're actually trying to find, which is a classmate of Jiraiya's time. And do you want to introduce her or do you want me to, since I'm already on a roll?
0: No, you're on a roll here.
1: So in a, I believe it's a bar, they find who they're looking for named Tsunade. They get to talking about their Hokage being dead, about her being the next Hokage. And... Naruto's talking about, or Naruto hears how Tsunade's trash-talking, just Hokage's in general, gets really-
0: Oh my god, yes, this was great.
1: Really personally insulted, because it's his dream to be Hokage, and here she is shitting all over his dream. Insanely, yeah, yeah, she's like, that's
0: like, that's not what I want to do, like, the only crazy person does that, like, everything.
1: Yeah, and then immediately after that they go outside where Naruto tries taking her on. A single flick and Naruto's down because of Tsunade's immense strength. And then he tries using an imperfect Rasengan on it, which doesn't hit Tsunade, but she is completely surprised that she knows it, that he knows it, and surprised that he's the Ninetales child.
0: A lot of surprises.
1: Yeah, especially ones... Like, even when um, Naruto is stricken back, Tsunade immediately lectures Jiraiya about teaching him the Rasengan.
0: I mean, very much so. Just not to get too sidetracked, but I think this is important to mention, uh, at the end of the Konoha Crush, we obviously see that uh, Orochimaru's arms are sealed, and Orochimaru's plan here is to go to uh, Tsunade for her to heal his arms. And so, really, we have two different sets of people trying to get at uh, Tsunade. We have... Orochimaru and we have Jira- Jiraiya which basically introduces the Sannin reunion here
1: yeah and when we realize that those are the three Sonny, then two of them one of them is still with the leaf ninja or leaf village which is Jiraiya then we have Tsunade who's kind of a wanderer and a gambler we find out and then Orochimaru who is completely and totally evil so it, if that's not a team breakup I really don't know what is uh, it was, oh my god, it was it was a, it was was quite the showdown. What were your thoughts? I remember,
0: uh, I think Jiraiya was drugged or something, and he couldn't use uh, the full potential of his chakra. Yeah, uh, um, yeah.
1: His, ch- his chakra was blocked because I think someone spiked his drink the night before. So his chakra was still blocked, so he couldn't summon, or he couldn't do a whole lot of his uh, really big moves. Like, one of the moves that he does is Needle Jizo. When uh, Orochimaru comes to kick him, and he says, Blast, the Jutsu isn't strong enough, even though a needle goes through Orochimaru's foot.
0: Right, or when he does the, the swamp, it's not big enough to sink the, the the snake.
1: Yeah, or I don't even think that he tries using Rasengan or anything at that point either. Because he doesn't have the chakra capacity for it yet.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I do think we should mention uh, her. Uh, what were your thoughts on Shizune when she got introduced here?
1: I love Shizune, just flat out. Like, I mean, she has the knowledge of the poisons, the knowledge of medical ninjutsu. We don't really see her fight, unfortunately, but for her to be the assistant of Tsunade, the most ravine, re-ve- regimed, ravined, the most medical, nin- the most ravined medical ninja pretty much ever, it makes a whole lot of sense for it. It really does, yeah.
0: Um, I really enjoyed this showdown, uh, of Sasuke, sorry, Sasuke, what am I saying? Uh, or I mean, I'm not completely off when I say Sasuke or but, um, I really enjoyed this showdown, especially, um, at the very beginning where she has this fear of blood, uh, um, Tsunade, and it's, she fights through that, uh, Naruto absolutely impaling Kabuto with the Rasengan was great, because that, she made that bet that you're not going to master this jutsu, and she bet that necklace, and then...
1: And she, that's, actually a, um, that's actually a point that I want to make here. So Naruto, up until now, has been trying to use one or two hands to try to make the Rasengan, but when he's fighting off against Kabuto, he comes up with the idea of using a clone's both hands, as well as his hand to hold the Rasengan, and it makes a perfect Rasengan. It does. Yes, it was just a great, great, great setup, especially since um since that's Naruto's own personal way of making said Rasengan. Mm-hmm, like he's mm-hmm. the only one who uses a clone for it.
0: He is, he is. I mean, it's a great, great, uh, way to prepare the jutsu. He really just, uh, progresses the nin- ninja more and more and more. And I remember a conversation Jiraiya and Orochimaru had where, uh, Orochimaru questions Jiraiya, why are you, uh, you, you, why do you have the, the, this one, um, um, and not, and you didn't take Sasuke for training? He's like, what's the point of training a, a ninja who already has everything? This one's imperfect. There's more to like teach him and there's more to work with here. I don't want someone who's already got everything.
1: Yeah, exactly. So
0: absolutely
1: uh amazing so amazing arc en- so this entire showdown i love but just one last thing i want to say before we move on to the last arc yeah of course i love all three summons that come up against each other so we have oh um, yeah Katsuyu. we have gama bunta coming in then we have mandara for, or mandara uh manda manda for orochimaru so his giant purple snake and Katsuyu. Katsuyu, the giant slug for Tsunade. So we have all three Sanin's massive summons all together in a final fight, and it's really a great thing to see, honestly.
0: It really... I mean, just to be lucky enough to witness that was amazing. You know, Naruto and Shizune—they got to see that in action. It was great. Well, Naruto didn't because
1: he was passed out oh, right. after us Oh yeah,
0: war. he was—he was out. But you—you uh, you, you see what I mean, though? Like it was just an amazing battle. And at the end of it all, Shunade becomes the fifth Hokage.
1: So yeah, the first female Hokage on top of it. She was. Uh, she and she reigns as a Hokage for the rest of the series. So Wait, she. she, she, okay, she a can top. I? Uh, can I pop the bubble just for a split second here? No bubble popping. Okay.
0: That's basically everything with the 5th Hokage becoming the 5th Hokage. Uh, it was uh, an amazing arc that I really, really enjoyed. Uh, not my favorite. Definitely not my favorite. I felt uh, two things that I didn't enjoy about this arc. Um, I felt that uh, Tsunade's character um, was a bit bright to begin with. And I didn't enjoy that part of it. And I just felt like Orochimaru was like very, very, very present here. Uh, and after the 3rd uh, Hokage's uh, uh, death, I wouldn't have minded if he just went
1: away for a little bit personally if who went away for a little bit uh Orochimaru honestly yeah because I mean after the third Okage's death Orochimaru's arms were sealed anyway so he couldn't do a whole lot of stuff on his own as was and then his arms got better so he could do shit so
0: (laughs) and this brings us to the final arc the sasuke retrieval arc now i've done which an entire podcast breaking is... down this arc but it's amazing so we're gonna get through it anyways yes go ahead
1: which is the only arc i've seen from beginning to end when it aired on tv i've the rest of them i've seen bits and pieces but this is the the only arc I've seen the complete way through. That says a lot. That says a lot, guys. Coming from Hotshot, that's a big, big, big yeah. deal. Seeing that I watched something. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, just yeah.
0: Um, let's begin with Sasuke's kid, lust for power. I've learned
1: since then. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: let's begin with Sasuke's lust for power. He's jealous. Who is he jealous to about?
1: The uh, Uchiha.
0: No, but he's jealous about Naruto,
1: right? Oh, Sasuke's... I thought you were talking about Orochimaru. My bad. No,
0: Sasuke. Sasuke has a so Sasuke, power, Sasuke or and Orochimaru,
1: right? I get these two confused all the time.
0: What did you think right, about yeah. Sasuke's jealousy?
1: I thought it wasn't validated, honestly, because, I mean, he shouldn't have turned it into jealousy. He should have uh, turned it into, he's growing, and he's growing stronger. What is he doing that I'm not doing? And then learn from that. But instead, it's just like, why are you so much better than me? Because I'm doing more. <laughs> I've been training. I've been with another master training other with other uh, tactics. I've been learning a whole bunch of different moves and different controls and different everything, really. I learn from what I do, and you're just burning yourself out on the same moves and everything else. So, yeah. <laughs> I
0: mean... Personally, um, this first initial fight in the hospital rooftop was one that I really, really enjoyed. Yeah, um, it really sets out the power difference between Naruto and Sasuke, where they're even, but they're not even. It's like it's clear, but it's unclear. And the way Sasuke, oh, sorry, Kakashi interrupts that battle. Uh, what were your thoughts on the hospital
1: rooftop? I loved the fight, especially yeah, since it was all pretty much always just a. Stalemate. So no one was winning, no one was losing. But the thing that throws it for me the most, or throw, I say throws it, but it's when I say that I mean the thing that makes it for me the most, is when Kakashi steps in when Sasuke is coming at Naruto with a Chidori, Naruto is coming at him with a Rasengan, and they Sasuke, damn it, Kakashi completely throws them into two totally different objects. Which the Chidori makes a huge massive hole in what he hits. And then the Rasengan just makes a very circular dent in what they hit. But then when Sasuke and Naruto are leaving the hospital. um, Sasuke passes by directly behind what the Rasengan hit. And the back of it is completely blown out. Like way bigger than the Chidori's hit was.
0: Yeah, one's a jab, one's a nuke. It's obviously gonna be different impacts. Um, but I want to ask you this. Uh, we obviously, uh, Itachi tells Sasuke, I'm not interested in you. And I think he picks up on the fact that he was interested in Naruto, and that's why he was after Naruto. Do you think that adds to the fuel, uh, the fire to the fuel, um, that, uh, Sasuke holds against, the grudge he holds against Naruto? I wanna, why s- you? I
1: wanna say yes, because, like, so Sasuke comes up against her Itachi and, itachi basically says you're not worth my time come back at me when you hate me and then shows actual interest in you i need you and he's pointing to naruto so yeah i can completely understand where you're coming from with that
0: i mean for me uh moving on here uh uh, obviously the Sound Ninja 4, uh, they ignite, they, they press the Itachi button, they ignite Sasuke, and that makes him want to leave, and we, we really get into the whole retrieval arc of it all. And obviously with K- Konoha Crush being so, so recent, uh, still in the series, uh, they don't have a cho- uh, the leaf doesn't have a choice but to take Chunin, uh, Shigamaru. The only Chunin that passed the exam! Uh, form a group and everything and that's when they go after them uh who is in the squad that goes after uh, sasuke uh
1: kiba choji naruto shikamaru and neji
0: yes the five of them uh and shikamaru re- i really enjoy seeing his intellect going to play here where he's like uh uh Neji's in the front because gone, i'm in the back so you can see instructions naruto in the middle because clones uh keep ki- no no uh Kiba in the very front. Anyway, you you get what I mean? He made a crazy crazy uh plan uh to really make it where it was Kiba, Shikamaru, um Naruto, uh Neji and Choji. Yeah. It was a great formation.
1: And so we're so there's a really big part about this chase that I really want to get to. So go ahead. um I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to go through each of their fights. But I'm going to do it fairly quickly. So just uh, bear with me here. So the Sound Ninja have a squad called the Sound Village Five. Or Sound Village Six? No. Sound Five. Four? Five. Yeah. Okay. So they have a squad called the Sound Five. And as the group goes in order to chase Sasuke, who's going to Orochimaru, they each get split up into their own fights. So Neji comes up against a guy named uh, Kidimaro who is basically a spider guy and completely almost destroys Neji because there's one degree in Neji's Byakugan that he can't see out of. Yeah. And Kinimaru keeps using that one area in order to pretty much almost defeat him. Neji does win in the end, but just barely. Then we have another fight with Choji going up against Haibojo? I don't remember his name that well. Uh, uh, Choji's fight? Yeah. Uh, Jirobo. Jirobo. Okay, I was close. And then it's just these two big guys, Jirobo having like an Earth-style way that he can use, and Choji having his... Um, Akamishi pills. His Akamishi pills, which increase his strength, speed, and everything else. Then he gets to the last one, which has the risk the butterfly. of the butterfly pill, which kills, which will probably kill him, but it increases everything that he does by like 500%. And he grows awesome butterfly wings and completely destroys Jirobo and I love it.
0: Can he not fly because of this,
1: or I, am I just off?
0: I'm I think he not has sure. wings. I
1: don't know if he has wings. He should be able to fly, but the wings are also made of chakra, so I don't know.
0: Yeah, I know. But that was another
1: amazing. That fight. That was an awesome fight. And then we have Kiba. By the way, guys, these fights are not in order at all. I do not remember the order they happened in, except for the final ones. So bear with me if this is wrong. So Kiba comes up against a guy called Sakon who revealed that the bowl behind his head is actually another head. So Yukon. It's Yukon. So it's Sakon and Yukon versus Kiba and Akamaru. So it's a two-on-two fight. And then we have Fang over Fangs. We have him doing... We have Sakon and Ugon doing walls and prisons and everything like that. And then we have the w- great wolf Fang over Fang. And I love oh, this man. move. <laughs> that was great. That was great, yeah. Because it's just a two-headed wolf and a giant one barrel to the death, and it's just an awesome, fu- it's just an awesome scene. That fight is the one that I probably remember the most because of I always love Kiba, so I just remember that move very, very well. And then Oh, it was everything. So that's three out of our five. So we just have Shikamaru and Naruto left. So Shikamaru comes up against a girl with a flute named Taya. Tayuya. Tayuya. What Jaden said. I'm horrible at pronouncing Japanese names. And <laughs> she has a flute that can summon um, ghost spirits that fight against, off against Shikamaru. And then, yeah, Genjutsu S- expert. Genjutsu S- her only
0: tool, her only ninja tool, is the flute, and that's a huge thing. Where basically, because uh, Shikamaru knows that, he lays down the shuriken next to the, the kunai next to him, which basically gets her right next uh, to come up to him, and that's where he uses his shadow possession and shadow strangle to almost nail her uh, down, where she just gets strangled.
1: Yeah, but there's also something else that happens in that fight. After Naruto gets hurried off to continue after the chase after Sasuke. And Kimimaru, yeah. And Kimimaru. Guess, because
0: Kimimaru comes in. comes the, in yeah. and
1: takes Sasuke from Taiuya because she's yeah. been caught. So Naruto continues the chase, and then Shikamaru's fighting off against her. But when he's almost at the brink of losing, Tamari, of all people, comes in to help.
0: Yeah, Tamari comes in to help uh, Shikamaru Kankuro, to help out Kiba. And uh, at this point, uh, Lee begins to— uh, Lee uh, takes uh... the place of Naruto— the, and best, then Gaara. the best. the yeah. best we'll get we'll get to there just give me a minute i know i know and lee, and lee uh, gets saved by garo i mean let's talk about lee here
1: uh so when naruto come, finally comes up against kitty who has a bone style uh or kak, er, Kake genkai Kasi? yeah kake? that was perfect Kake genkai Japanese. that's what it is
0: yeah i was basically yeah so
1: it. when he com- when he finally comes face to face with him kitty Maru is putting up a pretty big fight and then we get the return of the handsome devil of the leaf lee who since the tuning exam since scars smashed his arm and leg in a sand coffin we thought would never become a ninja again would never be able to walk again even and yet here he is in his prime and glory fighting off against one of the sound five and i love lee's return because when i was watching this naruto lee was my favorite character <laughs> Oh my god, and the Drunken Fist! Ah, uh, yes, the Drunken Fist. What did you think about that? I honestly thought it was a great homage to an actual fighting style. Which is? Which is the Drunken Fist fighting style. Oh, really? I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, it's an actual thing. So, um, Lee, while he was recuperating and everything, he... One night actually had a sip of sake, and he completely destroyed an entire restaurant <laughs> because of oh how wasted God. he got. And he says to Kitty Morrow that it's medicine, but really it's sake that he has on him, and he just immediately goes into a drunken fist, and it's amazing. <laughs>
0: Oh, it was great! It was great. But then th- that's where Gara comes in. Uh, what was your thoughts on Tamari helping Shikamaru, Kankuro helping Kiba, and Gara helping Lee?
1: I love the um the sand the sand coming back to help the Leaf, especially after the destruction where obviously the alliance between the Sound and the Leaf or the Sound and the Sand did not last at all. I love the fact that they're coming back and helping the Leaf and just completely doing a 180 because of what they've learned from the destruction so I love yeah. I love the addition to all three siblings coming in and helping the fight I
0: mean they had a lot of help and it was thanks to uh, the fifth tokage here and also uh, at this point um, we find out the Kakashi finds out that uh, they all went after them so he starts
1: he's on his way now to go um, save Naruto and all of that and bring back Sasuke. But, because the Naruto moment, is, yeah. but the moment that Kakashi starts on his way, Naruto catches up with Sasuke, who has gotten out of the barrel and headed out on his way. So Naruto and Sasuke are finally face-to-face in a final fight for, in the final valley of the entire series. And it's... This entire fight, I kid you not, was marathoned in one night. It was like... I want to say it was like six or seven, almost ten episodes. I want to say. I could be wrong. Uh, I think it was five, Tops. Was it five? All right. I think so, yeah. It, it may have seemed longer because I was a kid when I saw it. So five episodes just straight marathoned through uh, through a network that I just sat down and watched with a friend of mine, and we loved every single fight of it. There was a, f- um, a falcon drop from Sasuke onto Naruto from the top of the – from the top of the statues all the way down to the ground there was a naruto chain of clones that slam nar that slammed sasuke into one of the statues or a mountain there was a fireball there was a moment where sasuke impaled naruto with a chidori that naruto just barely managed to make sasuke miss his heart it was just all over the place and it was just every single move counts
0: the third palm, uh, uh, whatever you want to call it, uh, into the, uh, Charingan, uh, saw Naruto getting a bigger buff from the, um, tails. Oh, ag-
1: that is my favorite tail form even today. Yeah. It's yeah, the just, cloak, the, f- the first day, it's is cloak, just the and aura the- of tails. Yes. Yeah.
0: And then there's also, uh, obviously, the second stage curse mark, the F- vermilion Rasengan versus the curse mark, second stage Shidori, uh, the scratching of the headband, Kakashi getting there right before, uh, not right after sorry, Right Sasuke after Sasuke le- left,
1: and Naruto's just on the ground with a scratched headband next to him. And it's just. It's an incredible fight. If you. Like, even if you don't know what Naruto is or even if you've never seen any of the fights up until that point or know anything about the characters, the visuals, the moves, the dialogue, and especially if you do know the characters at this point between the two of them fit so well for like just one big, massive series finale. Absolutely. A great way to end this first series.
0: Obviously there's the other filler stuff after that, but I'm, we're not going to talk about that. But this, filler, the main
1: series. Fillers were outside the bubble. So no, no fillers. Yeah.
0: No filler. No bubble. No, no, no filler.
1: No, in the f- bubble, no bubble? Sorry. Okay, let's talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically.
0: That's the entire series in a sense. I know, I think I want to add, I actually say at the beginning, we're obviously not going to cover every single little detail in the uh, in every single arc. We wanted to just give a generic overview of our thoughts, our favorite moments and everything. And uh, this, this arc is a great way to cap the whole thing. Yeah, off, it really honestly. is.
1: So with that final arc out of the way, so with us uh, wrapping up here, let me ask you a question then. what is? Uh, yeah,
0: I had I uh, two more thoughts on the Sasuke okay, arc. Okay, go, to... go. Okay, 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 So, uh, I wanted to mention, um, when the, the actual medical squad g- gets there and starts bringing back everyone, um, Canada kinda gets, get li- laid into a little bit by his dad where, you know, you failed, uh, and you were the, the, you were the leader, you were supposed to win, but you, you failed. And he starts crying and he's like, next time it won't be a failure. And, Guys, Neji got impaled by a a crazy arrow, and it took like maybe 24 hours, 48 hours of people, uh, of a medical uh, ninja just like in a room for them uh, at the same time in the emergency trying to reform the skin around him, and it was like it took all the chakra they had, like it was Everything it was insane. Well, um, it wasn't it, only
1: Neji either. Neji, Choji, Kiba. It was literally everyone except Shikamaru that was uh put in the hospital afterwards.
0: No, I know, no, but like Neji got it the worst, man. Neji, like got, the worst.
1: Well, yeah, okay. I'm gonna have to give you that one.
0: Like, I mean, Neji was just, just. I'm sorry, I shouldn't laugh, but like, he got, he got it the worst. And this brings up a point that I want to discuss with you, and then we'll go into your points. Um, shouldn't there always be a medical, medical ninja in every single squad? Yeah, like, yeah, but you know what I
1: mean. Truth told, um, when they made the squad, there wasn't really anybody t- left to go with them, and everyone, uh, basically, the only ninjas that were left at the time were the Sound Village, well, now Eleven or Leaf Ninja Eleven, who none of them were trained in medical ninjutsu yet. No, I know
0: that. that fair point, but I did this Sasuke retrieval arc breakdown podcast with Ben, and we came up with like. What was Ibiki doing? What was Anko doing? What was my guy doing? What was Kurunai doing? What was Asuma doing? What was Tenten? What was Ino? What was Hinata? Uh, Sakura
1: could have gone with them.
0: Um, Sakura didn't what, have
1: the heart to go with them. That's why she no, asked Naruto. No, I know.
0: No, I know. But like all those other people I just named, Shizune maybe, there were other resources that were never absolutely explained. Another one that I think is like, uh, the biggest one to mention here, Shikaku is there the morning where, uh, they have, when Shikabara has breakfast and gets called upon to the Hokage and shikaku uh, shikamaru's dad is also there at the end at the hospital so he was present at the beginning and at the end so he could have gone out there as well like there were little resources that were not tapped into that could have been tapped into
1: i'm gonna have to agree with you on that one but again plot device (laughs) that's why obviously plot device
0: but go ahead with your points and then we'll close it out
1: so um just a counter thing on what you just said with the medical ninjutsu Especially with um, all of them splitting up into different fights and having one medical ninja, I mean, maybe they could have helped one and then have and then hurried. But at the same time, there's not a guarantee that they would have gotten there in time. So yeah, they would have guaranteed like one person walking away without having to hospitalize. But that would have still been three hospitalizations.
0: But still, one more person is all they
1: needed to win. I mean, yeah, fair enough. But then only that that's, one. That's why you
0: need the medical ninja. Let's say, let's say you heal up, uh, uh Kiba, and the, the uh, and you come back. Kiba can now go help out Naruto against Sasuke. I mean, Two on one.
1: I mean, yeah, but do you really think that Naruto would accept someone else helping him, or do you think? Yes, that he... because
0: the mission is to bring back Sasuke. Yes.
1: Yeah, but it's still no matter what. It's still Naruto wanting to bring Sasuke back himself. On top of it.
0: But you don't think the other ones want to bring back Sasuke, too? Not really. You don't think Shikamaru and Kiba want to bring back well, Sasuke? Well, Shikamaru
1: flat out says before they go, hey, so I don't really like but Sasuke, it's but his this mission, is a mission.
0: It's his, it's his mission to bring him back, so he has to follow through the mission. He cries because he feels the mission. Yes, he wants to bring back Sasuke. He's a, he's a comrade out of the leaf. I never liked the guy, but he's a comrade of the leaf, and I'm going to do what I have to do. So yes, one more medical ninja would have changed everything. One more ninja would have changed everything in this arc. Okay. Agree to disagree on this one. I guess so, but
1: I I, I, I am correct. Agree to disagree. Uh, But I'm right. Agree to disagree. But I'm right. Agree to disagree. Say you are right one more time, I will pop the bubble. (laughs) I'm just saying. Say it again. (laughs) I dare you. I double dare you. All right. So in Chapuden, <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. That your final thoughts are real though. <laughs>
1: that was great. So my final thoughts for the entire series as a whole, I love the entire series, especially watching Naruto grow and then having to introduce other characters and watching them grow along with the Joni that we already know and the character development, especially with Sasuke getting more and more frustrated until he finally leaves Naruto growing in strength and encouragement and he starts off this entire thing where it's just Aruka, where it's just him and Aruka being the only one backing him up. And throughout the series end, he has Kakashi, his entire squad, um the Leaf Ninja 12, then he also has Pervy Sage, the Fifth Hokage, Shizune, he has a whole lot of other people now on his back with him helping him. And it's just a whole lot of Really in-depth character. Really well done. Especially with fight scenes and everything else. It's not a perfect anime. But I am gonna. I want to get into that later. Because this is just what we liked about the show. <laughs> and what we liked about it. I definitely loved. Because Naruto is. The first anime. The first full-on anime that I grew up with. So it always holds a special place with me.
0: This anime. This first series. Was... Why I am podcasting right now, because it was the first episode of Anime Podcasters, that I I was like, Kyo, I want to talk about Naruto. Want to do a podcast? Okay. And then we did a second one, and a third one, another one. And and it's just a uh, series that has so much to it, where uh,
1: I just think that one podcast uh, does not do it enough justice. And a series, sorry to cut you off, but and a series that has a place in everyone here at anime podcasters it has a special place in all of our hearts
0: definitely and i think that the most uh, uh how can i say this what i enjoyed the most in the series is the growth that naruto goes through um from the idiot who uh, was painting the wall the the hokage faces to uh, the, the 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 teen who sacrificed everything almost everything to uh, bring back his friend it's it was it was a
1: lot, it's and a m- I massive leap.
0: <laughs> yeah, so that's gonna be it for this episode of Anime Podcasters. There is actually uh,
1: one last thing that I want to do before we close everything out. Go ahead. What was your favorite arc? Uh, the specifically the Force of Death, the Trinity Exams. Okay, okay. I actually didn't expect your answer to be that quick.
0: <laughs> but, no, for sure. For me, it's that one. Like okay. I loved it.
1: But I'm gonna have to go. Uh, Preliminaries and finals for tuning exam. So tuning exam is definitely my favorite.
0: Yeah, yeah. For like it's it's great. Um, I have a proposal for you for the uh, for I want to do a podcast at some point, and I don't want this to become just a Naruto-centric podcast. In a few episodes, uh, I want to set up maybe a um, Uchiha podcast and talk about uh, Hitachi, uh, Sasuke, Madara, and really, really just go through everything about the the Uchiha. That, I think that would be that would be fun. i on one,
1: one condition. What? Some point in the future, we also do a Huga podcast. Yes, we we should. Oh man, I I just I don't want this to become a Naruto fest. So it we, is a Naruto have to, fest. We'll we'll s- have to, we'll split these apart. We won't have them like one right after the other. No, no, no. We'll fi- we'll
0: we'll figure it out. Um, but um, that's gonna be it for this episode of Anime Podcasters. Uh, next podcast, I'm working on getting a guest. Another guest. I want to try getting more guests. Um, I'm just trying to DM this person and just getting it all nailed down and, uh, we'll figure it out. It's going to be really fun. Um, so, uh, hutch out, please let the good people where you are on in the internet. What, uh, what cloud of dust are you on? Uh, these you peoples days, you people
1: can find me right here on James channel, because like I say, many times he never lets me leave, but you guys can also go ahead and find me on my Twitter handle, which is caution ginger. I'm trying to get it fixed. And I am, and Jaden, I know you don't believe me, but this is true. I am going to be posting my own videos over on my channel, Hotshot Ginger. So just go ahead and keep an eye out for that. And when? When? I, I said when. Sometime. When? I never said a day. I said sometime. Will
0: it be in two thousand and eighteen?
1: Maybe. Yes or no? Can you come on? I will get one video out before the end of 2018 that I do hold myself a promise to. Okay, perfect. Thank you. But n- then 2019, I'm taking a long break, and then I'm getting right back into it in 2020. <laughs>
0: perfect. Only even, y- un- even only number even of years. number of
1: years. That's the only time you guys have the burden of costume gin- or of hotshot ginger. I'm using my old name. That's <laughs> not my name anymore. <laughs> So, okay, uh, and anything else you want to um, plug? Um, for now, no. Jayden, go ahead. <laughs> I want to give a big
0: shout out to GoPro Keo for doing all of the artwork for Anime Podcasters. Go hire him. He has his uh, own uh, Deviant Art. He has his own Wix page. He has a Twitter at GoPro Keo. Go follow him. Hit him up in the DMs for some great artwork and affordable rates. Like very much like a great, great, great artist. Um, and you can uh, subscribe to Anime Podcasters on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, YouTube. Uh, all the links uh are going to be in the description for that. Make sure to also uh follow me on Twitter at Giant Music, Facebook dot com backslash giant music and uh, leave us a ratings on iTunes uh, that's going to be it for this episode of any Podcasters. there is hotshot thank you so much for doing this podcast with me and uh, we of will course. see you in episode number
1: 43 number 43 all right guys we'll see you then bye guys bye that was good